Hey bosses, this is Rianne and this is Ellie and you're listening to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. It's time for happy hour with your favorite hype squad. Here we inspire you to be the CEO of your life because you don't need a business to be your own boss. We know that navigating the ups and downs of life can be overwhelming, but you're not alone. Let's level up together and tap into our boss energy. Grab a beverage. It's time for BYOB. Happy Thursday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. We're so excited that you're here to chat with us and to join us for another episode of our B series. And today we're going to be talking all things being your own advocate, which is so, so important. Um, when Rian and I were talking about like one of the things that we really wanted to touch on this series, this was something that came up, especially because we're both kind of in times of transition and movement with our careers. So today we'll be talking about being your own advocate, especially in that career space, but these are all things that are so transferable to any point of life where you really have to advocate for yourself. So we're super excited to continue our B-series today and join in the, join you for happy hour with your hype squad. Absolutely. I'm very excited for this episode because I think it really stems off of our episode about being you and being authentic because part of being you and that authenticity is being able to stand up for your own beliefs as well as to continue your values as an extension of yourself, whether it's in your career, in other parts of your life. It's just really important to keep that at the core of who you are. And I think this conversation came up for me and Ellie when, especially in our careers, because of the fact that we spend so much of our time in our jobs and the fact that like, if you can't be your own advocate in your own job where you spend so much time, then it's like, then you really lose, start losing the parts of your identity that you love the most, or you start compromising mm-hmm. on your values. So that's, that's a place where we found ourselves due to societal pressure, due to the structure that we always thought that we wanted to go into. And mm-hmm. I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people can actually relate to because let's be real, like work takes up a lot of our day and being able to highlight and shed some light on the fact that like, it's not always going to be perfect all the time, but continue to be an advocate for yourself, I think is really important to come back to. So Mm -hmm. as always, let's get started with our beverage because like Ellie said, it is happy hour. So hope you brought a beverage (laughs) with us, whether you are on your commute to work, drinking a coffee, or if you are sipping a glass of wine or kombucha, wherever it is, wherever you are, thank you for being here. So today I have a strawberry lemon poppy. Um, Poppy, just sponsor us at this point because (laughs) yes, I love you so much and this is delicious. Ellie, what about you? So today I am sipping some kombucha. It's GT's Alive, which is their mushroom elixir. Mm. And I found it at Trader Joe's and this is, I've gotten it a few times and it's one of my favorites. It's very refreshing. Okay. Scale of one to 10, how mushroomy is it for the non-mushroom lovers? Like zero mushroom. Ooh, really? It it has, I think it's like three or four different types of mushroom in it. So it's a mushroom elixir, but it tastes like it's lemon lime flavored. Okay. So it doesn't taste like mushrooms. It tastes like, um, I don't want to say Sprite, but like. (laughs) Like earthy Sprite. Yeah, earthy Sprite. It's good. (laughs) Like if if kombucha and Sprite got together. It's lemon lime. It's very good. (laughs) 
I love it. Okay. Well, cheers. Happy BYOB time. Let's do this. We are here today. Got a lot of good things to talk about. And I'm just excited because this is, um, I shared a little bit about my career update on our Instagram, but I didn't dig too deep into it. So I'm really excited to jump in as well as be in this conversation with you, Ellie, to kind of talk about where both of us are at. How do we get to this point? What are some of those things that we're navigating and what can some of those big takeaways be for our listeners? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like we said before too, this is something that whether you are kind of feeling like you need a transition or a shift and to advocate for yourself more in your career, this conversation's for you. But also if you're not looking for that in your career and you're looking to find, I don't know, affirmation or confidence to advocate for yourself in other areas of life, this is also a really great conversation because I think, um, there's so much power in stepping into this and building that confidence to be able to go after what you want unapologetically mm-hmm. and guilt-free. And that's something that we're really excited to talk about today. So we'll kind of be breaking it down into three sections and walking through this together. And I'm sure there, I know I have a lot of friends who are kind of in this point right now where they're like, oh, I feel like I want to do something different, but I don't know what, I don't know how. Um, so we're kind of breaking it down by number one, like how do we get to this point realization that we realize we're looking for something more. The second thing being what those conversations looked like, especially with our board of advisors. So if you haven't listened to our board of advisors episode, make sure to listen to that. And you might be like, what are you talking about? What's a board of advisors? Um, But it's your trusted people that you can talk to. And then the third thing and the third piece we're really talking about is like taking action and how to take action, how we are taking action. So this will be a really fun episode, but to -hmm. jump in, do you want to give kind of like an overview? I know you mentioned you've talked about it a little bit, like on our Instagram and stuff, but an overview into, um, yeah, where you're going at this point and maybe that realization that you had. Yeah, for sure. So how I got to this point is a little bit of background for if anybody's a new listener around here that are joining in to the episode. The point that I got to in my job was that, so I, um, a little bit of an overview for the roadmap of my career. So I started my job in the financial industry and I worked there for about two years before I left my first company. And I stuck around with being in the financial industry and moved to San Diego where I started working for one of my previous clients. It was great. I thought I was getting, you know, an elevated position where, um, I was really passionate about the sales side of it, but not so much about like the financial products itself, but more about serving other people and helping people be like a sales coach or like a business coach. And that's what I thought I would be moving into and into this new role. But I found out that as time went on, the the position, the opportunity was definitely still there, but I wasn't getting a whole lot of mentorship to ease into that position. And I felt like I was really just kind of like digging a hole deeper within the company Mm -hmm. of where I was in the current like sales consultant position rather than the business consultant position, um, which is fine. Like at the beginning of the role, when I started talking to the company, they said, hey, like we would love for you to be in this position to get a feel of the ropes, which I totally understand, right? Like understand who our advisors are or who our clients are, understand what we stand for, some of like the, like our mission, how we do things around here. And which I totally agreed with, but it just felt like as time went on, I was getting deeper and deeper into this role that like 
I just, I felt like I, there wasn't going to be any getting out anytime soon. So on top of that and the lack of mentorship to move into that role, which, you know, I, and I just want to say like, there is no bad blood between me and my previous company because like, it really comes down to like me needing that mentorship and wanting to be in a role where I was eased into this new position. Mm -hmm. And I was reaching out and trying to learn from other people, but it just seemed like uh, the allocation of resources or time wasn't given to me and wasn't there. So, um, which, you know, from their perspective, I understand if there are people running around trying to take care of day-to-day business, it's like taking on another person or taking on a mentee is a difficult job. So um, I just felt like there wasn't room for me to move into at that point. And the more I started realizing that, the more I started asking myself the questions of, do I align myself with being in the financial services industry? Like, do I see myself in this further career that I could really build my professionalism and like my personal life here in this career? Mm -hmm. And I just kept coming back to no. I just kept coming back to the answer of, no, I don't think I would continue to be fulfilled. Like, I love the company. I love the people. I, it's really hard for me to step away because at that time, business was going so well that like, I wanted to continue to cheer on the team. I wanted to continue to relish in all of the successes that everybody was uh, feeling and all of those happy moments. But I kept thinking like, I'm working towards somebody else's success. And it wasn't success that like, I necessarily felt fulfilled in. So that's how I really got into that point. And anybody out there that is thinking maybe like, well, just, you know, playing devil's advocate, like, well, your career isn't necessarily like, it shouldn't be everything that fulfills you. And I understand. And I understand. I also understand that you can't pick and choose what you necessarily go into. So let it be known that like, I truly do feel very grateful for the opportunities I was given. For me, I just feel like as as a 25 year old, I maybe some people think that's really young and which I agree. But even now, I don't want to continue down a career path that I don't no longer see myself in or I don't see a future in mm-hmm. or it doesn't fulfill me in any way. So even though I found aspects of the role that I really liked, it wasn't something that I saw down the road. Mm-hmm. And that was when I just really needed to pivot and look for something else. Um like my passion lies within this podcast and building it to what it can really be, which is more than just a podcast. And I knew that I wasn't in a position to fully quit my job without any financial stability. So even though I had the realization, I couldn't just like jump ship and um, abandon it completely. So I stuck it out for a little bit and really helped um, the company like get to where we needed to be for like the middle of the year, um, as well as getting done with our big event. But then I just really sat down after that and was like, do I want to continue with this any further? And so when the opportunity came up for me to move into a different role that more aligned with my career skills and what I wanted to mm-hmm. do, it just seemed perfect to be able to transition into that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got to that point. Um, again, I want to reemphasize that like I'm very grateful for the opportunity of me moving to San Diego. I'm still going to stay there because I love it and my new position is fully remote. So that Woo-hoo! makes it really awesome. And um, yeah, and again, like I was there for less than a year um, at that previous company in San Diego. Um, and a lot of people will think like, well, can I even transition my career in that short amount of time? What is the right amount of time, which I think mm-hmm. we should really talk about. Um, 
And uh, for me, like the answer was no. Like I, for me, I just felt like there wasn't a place for me there anymore. And um, the more that I continued on, the less fulfilled that I felt. And like to go for like, and for the, com- the benefit of the company, it's like, you they don't want to come, don't, they don't want a employee that's like not a hundred percent in it. Right. Mm-hmm. At least like I wouldn't want my employees to feel unfulfilled while working for me. Right. So mm-hmm. like, um, I think it did come hopefully, you know, at the benefit of both of us. Like I did give them a good, good, like a month notice before I could like stepped out of the position. So, um, and again, like I said, there's no bad blood. Like they were very supportive of me and which we'll get more into mm-hmm. of how we like handled those conversations. But yeah, that's pretty much like how it went down and how I got to that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool to hear the process of coming to the realization. And I think like hearing what you're saying too, a lot of it stems from the values that you look for in a role or in a job. And one of those big things is mentorship and gaining, you know, wanting people to help you gain skills and getting those resources to become the best leader, employee, sales coach person Mm -hmm. that you can be. And so it's so cool that you're able to, you know, take the time to reflect. And now we're going to get into the action part, but to take the time to reflect and then from there, kind of move into what's next. Um, yeah, awesome. for sure. I think like both, at least me and you, Ellie, like we are both very highly motivated people and we really like strive or thrive, I should say, thrive in environments that challenge us in mm-hmm. new ways. And I know that you were looking for more of that challenge in your career role, but you really also loved being at the company and being within Uh, the teams that you were in. So I know you also have some career updates too. So I want to hear how that went for you as well. Yes. Yes. So if for some listeners that maybe um, you haven't listened to us before or might have missed previous episodes where we kind of talk about our careers, we haven't really gone like in depth into what we do, um, but we're both in the sales space, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. And so I currently in my role am in sales and Um, like my whole entire life, I thought I would want my career to be in sales. So it's actually funny. My brother, um, my parents are like redoing their mudroom right now. So they're cleaning it out last night. And my brother, Eric, like sent me a picture of this sheet from, I think it was my freshman year of high school where it said like, what do you want to do? Like pretty much honestly, a visualization exercise that we did in class. It said Ellie, Br- Ellie Brumeyer, hour four, um, like in freshman year of high school. And I put, I was reading the sheet yesterday when my brother sent it to me and it was like, I want to be a sales manager. And what am I celebrating? I'm celebrating being the top salesperson in my company. Like pretty much my whole life, I thought like I wanted to be in sales. And recently, um, the past few years in sales, I've learned so much and I really appreciate it and absolutely love my team, love my company. But I felt like I've had, I have so many skills and like creativity, things that I really want to bring to the table that I'm able to utilize those in sales, but just looking for that additional challenge that, um, I've learned that I'm really interested in the project space. So working on um, enablement through tools or processes and really being able to 
um, enhance the selling experience and being more customer driven. So some people might be like, ew, boring. But to me, <laughs> it's so interesting to be able to work kind of in an internal focus um, with projects of being able to make the customer experience easier and the seller's experience easier. So um, I realized that and I was like, you know, the current career trajectory I'm on is kind of just like, you know, keep moving up in sales and getting larger accounts, which is really exciting. But it was really hard for me to come to the realization that like my whole life, even since a freshman in high school, I've thought I've wanted to be in sales, like be the top salesperson at the company, like all mm -hmm. of that. And it was really hard to come to that realization of, you know, there's something different that I want out there that utilizes different strengths mm -hmm. and kind of has a different way of working that I'm really curious about. So it's something that I've been actively pursuing is finding within the company of like, how can I get to where I want to be now that I've come to this realization? Yeah. Wow, that's really powerful to be able to like pinpoint that. I think for the both of us, like I said, like we are very like value driven people, but we're also like high achievers. So it's like, mm -hmm. and also part time people pleasers. So it's like, oh, yeah. we like <laughs> want to be able to cater to our own needs, but this like societal as well as like outside pressure to just like continue to be what people have told you to be, or maybe like what you thought you wanted to be is so heavy. Like it weighs on you so hard. And I'm so glad you share, shared your previous vision boards from freshman year of high school, because like, first of all, like amazing, what a time capsule. Oh my gosh. And second of all, <laughs> like we are allowed to change. Like we mm -hmm. are human beings. Like we are allowed to change. And it's great that we are changing and stepping into more of ourselves as we learn what we want to do. And this reminded me of something. I actually have a journal entry of when I was like just beginning the transition of all of this. And I think it's really powerful. So I'm just going to share a little bit of it. So I wrote, I used to think working in corporate was the end game. I worked hard to be the best employee. I always raised my hand for extracurricular work. I volunteered on behalf of the community or the company. I climbed the ladder and I got the promotions. I thought that having benefits and paid vacation was the mother load. Yet I was so unfulfilled. I had it all, yet I had nothing. And yeah, like that was my journal entry about like, just how I felt of being in it and being in the corporate environment, like having feeling like I had everything, but yet still feeling like empty on the inside because it wasn't mm -hmm. like contributing to anything that I wanted to do. And I used to believe that like that couldn't get any better. I used to believe that like being in that setting was like, okay, now I'm just going to, like you said, keep climbing the corporate ladder and like just keep continuing to see succeed within the company because this is where the stability is. This is where the success is. And this is where I'm going to thrive and be for the rest of my life. And two years in, and I'm like, no, I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's just how it goes sometimes. You yeah. know, like, I think it says a lot about ourselves that we came to this point of it being like, okay, hard stop. This is not fulfilling me. This is like not exactly aligned with my own mission and what I want to do. So like, let's change something here. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think giving yourself grace in the process where, like you said, that at the time is what you wanted to do. And um, like, obviously, 
that's I had my whole life planned out of doing what I'm currently doing. And mm-hmm. um, it's okay to change and to give yourself grace in the process. I love that you have a journal entry. Um, that's so fun. I want to share <laughs> one thing from this like visualization thing. It's very similar to our event, which keep your eyes yeah. peeled for it to come to a screen near you. But mm-hmm. this, <laughs> one of the prompts was, today I woke up, got out of bed, took a shower, and put on, and I put my new blouse from White House Black Market, dress pants, and high heels. Oh I my gosh. That was so funny. I was obsessed with White House Black Market. Yeah, I was going to say, wow, was like, what a throwback. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was the epitome of like businesswoman. But anyway, um, yeah, it's it's so cool to change um, what you want. And also like once you once you get to the place that you have been and you realize, you know, especially being in it in a few years or you're in it for a little bit, it's totally okay to pivot. In fact, that's what makes life interesting because mm-hmm. it's like if you're already doing your dream job right out of college, then where are you going from mm-hmm. there? So it Which is, is really- great. Also, if you are like, yeah, hello, oh congratulations. If you are, uh, reach out to us. We want you on the podcast. <laughs> right. But hey, also know that like you can continue to do your job at maybe like other places or other companies yeah. and they might pay you more. Yes. You like transition companies. But hey, I get that that's not all, that's not like transferable for all industries. So again, if you are doing your dream job already, hooray, love that for you. But like also continue to like check in with yourself and feel Mm -hmm. aligned with like check in to see if you feel aligned with what you are currently doing. Mm -hmm. Yes. And today's conversation is all around advocating, like being your own advocate in your career specifically, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, you have to be your own advocate because no one can read your mind of where you want to go and how to get there. Yeah. So you have to take the time to ref- really reflect on where you want to go and make that plan to be able to advocate for yourself to get there. So with both of us, I know your transition has happened. Mine is kind of in the works um, where I've had this realization and now looking to that next step. But before you really get to that taking action, you have to kind of take action in, you know, talking with your board of advisors, assessing resources, coming up with that plan. And a lot of that is through, you know, conversations you're having with people and with your own self. Mm -hmm. So what did that look like for you? You know, you got to this realization that um, your current environment wasn't fulfilling you and you were really looking for something different. And I know you mentioned like you had such a passion for sales and also that mentorship and wanting to grow your skills to be challenged. So what did that look like? Like walk us through that process of you realize this and then how did you, you know, begin to take that action and have those conversations with your, your board of advisors? Yeah, it was definitely not a lone journey. Like, I think that if I was alone through all of this, my internal dialogue would have talked me out of it 100%. And I almost did if I didn't reach out to people surrounding me or people that did have like remote work positions Mm -hmm. to turn to, to kind of like pick their brain on like what it's like. And then eventually that piqued my interest of being like, oh my gosh, like that is possible. Like something that I would have never thought was possible or could have imagined is possible. Like somebody else is doing that. So 
this can come in the form for this can for me it came in the form of my mentor as well as um, my mentor hosting different groups called the conscious connections these little connection calls not little they're amazing these connection mm -hmm. calls that connect all sorts of people together through different career fields through different interests different parts of the world to learn what each other are doing and like the name says to make conscious connections with each other mm -hmm. rather than just a hey hi okay bye type of vibe so that was just like so transformative to be in even just a virtual environment, be in a Zoom room with all of these other people mm -hmm. to pick their brain on different ideas and also be willing to like open up about my own experience of like not being fulfilled in my career. And just having people affirm that like, oh my gosh, you're so young. Like right now is the time to like take leaps. Like don't be afraid to do so. Like you will land on your feet, you know, like just affirming me of that. And, um, my mentor was the one that brought up the position that I'm in now. So like my new position, she introduced it to me because I've been talking to her about so many of the things that I want to do. Like some of like the things that I wanted that I really wanted in a new job was number one, flexibility, because I knew that I wanted to have time to build the podcast into more mm -hmm. than what it is today. And having a nine to five was really, uh, really a stressful thing because it's like, I would have to like work until like edit until like nine, eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night outside of my job. And so it's like, this is something I really love. So I knew I needed the flexibility to do so Two, financial stability, which is something I talked about earlier, right? Like I wasn't comfortable with just jumping into a position that wasn't going to compensate me, um, wasn't going to help me pay the rent in San Diego, California. So if you know, mm -hmm. you know, like, ooh, like high rent, you know, all that sort of, sort of stuff. And three, like overall, just continue to fulfill what I was, what I was into and what I am good at. So this new position is this new position, like just encompasses like what I want to do in my old position. I loved it being able to give presentations as well as like speak on different topics, but I was like continuously on the phone and it was more of like an order taking situation. But now my job is to literally train people how to build their sales process and be able to talk on like how to effectively create that and make your sales process even more efficient. So I'm training sales professionals across the board, no matter what industry you're in. And it just, it really energizes me to talk about it because it's like, it's what I love to do. I love the aspect of sales. I love like mm -hmm. motivating people as well as making people feel empowered and confident to take that sales process and make it their own. Like it's just a, the perfect role for me. And even though mm -hmm. I'm still in this like in between phase of like starting my new job, it's like I feel already so aligned in like the position overall that I knew that it was like a good fit. That's so awesome. And it's so cool that like you put your list together of your values. I think that's a huge takeaway too for like me being in this transition phase, but also for anyone listening who's kind of looking to go through this as well, but to come up with those values that you had um, and you listed them and then to find something that fits that is really, really cool. And to also be able to feel so much more aligned. So that is so exciting. Yeah. If anyone's looking for, I guess, I don't know if people can just like reach out and book with you, but if you are looking to get hey, some sales not? coaching, yeah, reach out to Rianne. That's so cool. Why not? We're always looking for more clients. So that'll be awesome if you are interested. Um, but yeah, I just want to go back to the fact that like 
having conversations about the topic with other people other than yourself is really mm-hmm. transformative because you get out of your own brain. You are like you're giving you're given permission from other people, which is really affirming. So it's like that like societal pressure or like maybe something that was all of those like limiting beliefs or like lim- limiting aspects that were holding you back is like automatically just like thrown mm-hmm. out the window when you do talk to people in these positions that you want to be in, which mm-hmm. which should be common sense, right? Like why are we taking advice from people that are not in those positions, but yet we like discredit the people that are in the positions without even like talking to them about it? right? Mm -hmm. Like that makes no sense. So it's like, actually talk to the people that are in the position that you want to pursue and uh, like, you know, and get your advice that way. Like, I I think there's a Mm -hmm. quote that's like, never take advice from someone who has never been through what you're getting advice on. Because Mm -hmm. then it's just like, (laughs) you're kind of just like going backwards. You're not getting the advice that you need. They're kind of just sharing their own thoughts, but they don't actually know like what you're actually going through. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And getting a mix of people, but also at the same time, I know like our last episode with Lexi, we talked about like, or maybe it's also in our BU series where it's like, well, just don't care about what people think. And it's such a balance because it's like, you want to be able to take that advice. And I think the key thing is then taking it, like you said, from people who opinions you can trust and you, they are like a trusted board of advisors member like someone you can really turn to as your best interested mind mm-hmm. and will support you um because it is such a balance of like you want to take this leap and there might be people like oh you know stay in the comfort lane like don't do it yeah and um really yeah the balance of all the advice and opinions is kind of tough sometimes yeah well i would go back to the fact of like how you feel after you get that advice because if you feel very fired up and like very empowered to like continue to seek out more of what that position looks like i think you're on the right track like your intuition is telling you like oh this feels good and you should Mm -hmm. lean into that but on the flip side if you leave a conversation feeling guilty and feeling like feeling like you did something wrong when you didn't, then you really got to check yourself and be like, why do I feel guilty for wanting more? Why do I feel Mm -hmm. guilty for believing that there are better positions or better aspects of life out there for me when I'm only merely 25 years old? Or even if you are, let's say 65, like 75, like you should never be, like you should never be guilty and you should never be apologetic about like what you want in your life. So why are we being apologetic about saying like, really advocating for ourselves. Yes. Like advocating for yourself and what you want is so important because like, think about if you're not, then you're just kind of still in that mode of feeling unfulfilled or maybe thinking like, what if I would do something that I loved? Like, how would that make me feel? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's huge. Um, What did that conversation look like for you, Ellie, as you are going through transition right now? Yeah. So this is still, like I've mentioned, something I'm actively pursuing, working through, talking about, things like that. And it's been on my mind to kind of look into different areas um, beyond just, you know, an account manager in sales. And I felt a lot of guilt. And I think part of that was because, like I mentioned, my whole life, I thought, that I wanted to do sales, like I majored in it. And so I think a lot of it was reframing my brain, 
like we talked about earlier, that it's okay to deviate from that original plan that you might you might have had for yourself. Like that is okay. So I had to work through kind of readjusting my mindset there and not feeling guilty about that um, because change is okay. But then I kind of, yeah, when I started the conversations, it was kind of a mixed bag. Like I was talking to some people and, and they were kind of like, you know, that's interesting that you want to make a shift, but you shouldn't tell your employer that because that could hinder you from like possible promotions or could hinder you from career growth because, you know, that's separate from what you're doing now. Like that's a separate team. You shouldn't voice that. Hmm. And then I, on the other side of that, um, so I kind of let that get into my head. And then I was talking to my mentor not too long ago and was telling her, you know, what I said earlier about where I'm finding a lot of energy right now and things that I'm wanting to try. And she was like, oh my gosh, that is so cool. Like you are your biggest advocate for your career. Everybody should know where you want to go. And I was like, whoa, talk about contradicting <laughs> advice. <laughs> so that really stuck with me. That conversation with my mentor was like, at work, my mentor at work was so powerful because she was like, she gave me homework. She said, I want you to write a mission statement for yourself and tell everybody, like tell everyone, you know, you can have, you can appreciate where you are now. And I think this was really powerful. And I wholeheartedly believe this, like, I so appreciate where I am now mm -hmm. and the things I'm able to do and the things that I've learned. But it's also okay to be looking to like that next challenge while also appreciating and crushing your current role. Yes. So she was like, that is totally fine. Like you're using like what you're doing in your current role is building your skills and competencies and confidence for that next step. So create a mission statement around, you know, what you're doing now and how that will propel you to where you want to go. I thought that was so powerful. And um, she was like, Tell everybody, tell everyone where you want to go because mm. then, you know, when something does open up or there is a need somewhere that aligns with those passions and those things that give you energy, people will think of you because you're not just in your brain thinking like, oh, I want to do this. No, you've told people. And um, I thought that was super powerful and something that I'm working on. And I'll get into like in our third piece of how we take action, kind of what I've done there. But that was so reaffirming to hear. And I'm also very grateful because my company has a very big belief in using their career as a jungle gym, yeah. which I so appreciate. That's like a huge value of mine is that, um, which again, then I don't know why I felt guilt in wanting to try something different because they value people trying new things because it, if you are trying new things and gaining new skills and gaining different perspectives, that makes you an even better employee. Um, it makes you even stronger. So mm -hmm. um, those were kind of like my breakthrough conversations, but it was tough because I kind of had to like think about like, I appreciate the advice. Um, but like you said, you kind of have to realize like what feels good. And sometimes it's letting advice go that might not feel right and holding on to advice that does feel right. Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, mic drop. I love that.
And thank you for sharing. That could be like very vulnerable because it's like so many people have different experiences across the board, like across different generations, across different industries. And like we totally see that. We understand you. So it's like even if this doesn't apply directly to you, like I hope you understand like there's more that you can take away rather than just like advocating for yourself in your career. It's like Ellie really mm -hmm. talked about like being unapologetic about who you are and like what you want in your career and putting your values forward as an extension of yourself and wearing that on your sleeve and like making it known so that other people can see what your values are. So this way they grab onto it and send the like the first opportunity your way, mm -hmm. which is incredible. Like I love what you said about like um, how your mentor really encouraged you to do that, like writing down a mission statement as well as like understanding that like you shouldn't feel guilty about wanting more, mm -hmm. which is a very similar conversation that I had with my boss, with my previous boss when I told him, when I gave him my two week or month notice. And it was a really hard conversation because like I said, like I really did enjoy the company and I enjoyed the people within the company. So when I brought it up to him, you know, I told him like, you know, this is a a really hard decision for me and I just want you to know that and it came down to me not wanting to it came down to me not seeing myself in the financial industry anymore and therefore I needed to like continue to build my mm -hmm. professional career into something that I value and that I want that I see myself in and he was so understanding about it like he just he was like I totally see where you're at like this is your career isn't something that you should compromise yourself on like mm -hmm. if there's anything you should be selfish about your own career and what you want to do in your life and that just resonated me resonated with me so incredibly deeply because it's like my boss like the one that's receiving this information of me quitting said that to me right like i shouldn't have to feel any guilt about it because it's like he's telling me to put myself first and just like you ellie like your mentor mm -hmm. was telling you to put yourself first and that should be the way in in your job, in your career, in in any aspect of your life. You should be your mm -hmm. own apolog you should be your own advocate and you should be unapologetic about what you want. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think like you use the word selfish, but I almost think that it's not because when you think about like what an employer wants, whether it be, you know, you are working in sales like we do, like our experiences in or in a corporate setting or a teacher, mm -hmm. um, a nurse, like wherever, you know, bartending, like whatever, whatever it is, like what your employer wants is for you to be full of energy. Yeah. Because if you think about like everyone performs best when they feel energized, yeah. when they feel aligned. And so it's like at the end of the day, I truly believe in, you know, I know there are toxic workplace cultures. So there's some of that too, but like a lot of places want you to show up as your best self because that's when you're also the best employee. Mm -hmm. And so when you make those decisions to move to a role or an area where you feel happier or more aligned, like that pays dividends for them too, because mm -hmm. you're showing up as, as your full energy and where you want to be instead of um, harboring some like energy sucking vibe or like almost resentment, you know, mm -hmm. if you're not loving where you are. So, you know how you mentioned like you have to be selfish and yes, but I think it also pays dividends to the employer because they yeah. want you to show up as your best self too. If you're in a culture that hopefully 
is not a toxic workplace culture, but that's another yeah, discussion. Absolutely. Um, if you if you are in a bad work environment, we're sending you all the good vibes. We're thinking about you. And mm -hmm. I think like you can still get some takeaways from this episode as in like talking to your mentors, your own board of advisor, your own community about how you can feel more aligned. And mm -hmm. if it's not taking the leap into a new job or a new career, maybe finding some things that you can talk about, maybe asking like if it's a financial aspect of it that you need to have improved, like maybe talk about it with some other people of like, hey, how do I go about asking for a raise? Like, how do I go about mm -hmm. asking for better benefits? You know, like all mm -hmm. of these conversations are available and um, we're happy to talk to you about that as well. Like having to go, having gone through some of those experiences or knowing other people that have mm -hmm. gone through those experiences that we can connect you to. So let us know. But um, let's talk about, Ellie, let's talk about how we were able to take those actions because I think that's really important as well. So now that we've had the realization that we want more, we've talked to people that made us feel aligned and made us feel like, yes, we're going to be unapologetic about being our own advocates. Now, how do we actually take that step into moving forward? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when it came to like the action I took, um, you know, we're, we just kind of were talking about this conversation. So I had that conversation with my mentor. She's like, everyone should know, like, don't feel guilt in that you do want something different because that is also a normal part of your career. Like it's good to have challenge and change. And um, so one thing that I've really done to be more intentional, intentional about taking action to be just even to learn more about where I want to go and refine kind of my vision and path forward was really networking. So I made it my goal to, um, you know, create more capacity on my plate in work. So I know that networking takes time out of your day too. So you kind of have to like be strategic about like, how can I give myself capacity for networking if you need to? So I made it my goal to have at least one network meeting a week where I could meet someone new. And um, I think networking is like a two-way street. Like you're not just meeting with them to hopefully get a job with them someday. You're meeting with them to be able to learn about them. And, you know, hopefully they're curious to learn about you. Mm -hmm. Learn more, like in the setting, at least for me, it learning more about the company, um, about what they do, their background, getting advice from them. Um, one question that I'd often ask, like if I was networking with people in a space that I was really intrigued about, I'd ask them like, you know, what are some things that I can do to build my skills to work in this space someday? Or um, now I'm in a project, I guess that's kind of getting ahead of myself, but I let them know like, this is something that I'm really interested in what are some action steps I can take to build skills and to learn so I can be successful in this position one day, asking those questions. And now um, I'm on a new project, which is really exciting. That's kind of in this space. And so I'm asking the question of like, as I'm going through this project, asking my peers to be able to give me feedback. Like if you find a gap in my skills or if I'm doing something um, that you think I can improve upon, like let me know because I want to gain uh, skills in this area. I want to be able to um, learn more competencies in this area. So I think being open to accepting like advice and resources 
uh, that people may have for you and also critiques in being able to help you kind of bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. Um, so, and then obviously like creating this mission, mission statement and sharing it. So I think like briefly, those are some of the things that I've been doing to take action. And the fact that now I'm asked to be on a project that's kind of related to where I want to go is so exciting because it's already like, look at that. I shared what I want to do and it's already, you know, some opportunities have come up. And if I would have just kept that inside of myself and not shared those things, would have never happened. So you have to advocate for where you want to go. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's so true. Like if you don't know what you stand for and if you you don't know what your values are, then it's really hard for other people to understand where you're trying to go if you are asking for help. So the first step of that, like I love what you said, like networking, finding your board of advisors, finding people that you trust in the community that you think is really going to benefit you in a positive way that does provide that constructive criticism Mm -hmm. into helping you get to that next step and doesn't sugarcoat things like that's so important to be able to build that circle of people or build that board of advisors. Mm -hmm. So you feel comfortable with doing that. Like for me, I voiced my wants and needs into a career with my board of advisors or with my mentors. And they were able to like send me resources about online contracting work and about remote jobs and also about like other sales positions that out there that I haven't even heard of. So like now you you can like voice that with your people and continue to do that. But you can't voice mm-hmm. what but you can't voice what you don't know to other people. So you have to write down your mission statement and like Ellie said, like share mm-hmm. it. This can be something very simple, but I would think of like value-driven words. Like what do you want in your career? So for me, it's like growth is a really good one. Like opportunities is a really big one as well. So like think of where mm-hmm. you want to be. Um, maybe like your environment is very fast paced right now and you want to be a little bit slower paced. So like steady is something that you value. So think of those words to be able to construct your mission statement. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's something, it can be something really simple as well. Like for me, it's manifesting opportunities being able to be put in a position where I can continue to have the doors open for me and continue to grow and be able to just like accept all of the good things that are coming mm-hmm. my way and not mm-hmm. have anything that's limited me, limiting me from what I want to do. So mm-hmm. just think of those words as you're constructing your mission statement. Um, and another thing that I will mention on that as well is being able to join Facebook groups is like a huge aspect of learning and of expanding uh, what you think you know, but you truly don't. Um, Some of the ones that I recommend if you are either looking for new careers or if you are looking for new places to live or just want to like open your mind about like what people are talking about out there, join some Facebook groups. I know um, both me and Ellie are huge fans of Jenna Kutcher. So we are both in the Gold Digger podcast. That's G-O-A-L, Gold Digger. And awesome, awesome, awesome entrepreneurial podcast as well as Facebook group to join where a lot of people are just sharing ideas. Super dynamic, really opens up your eyes about like what are some of the different things that are out there and a safe space for you to ask questions. So we've asked a ton of questions we've about asked starting, a lot of questions. Yeah, starting up yeah. our business, about our podcast. So feel free to ask on there. And if anybody is like similar to like our age group, um, as well as just like looking for like new opportunities and fun opportunities to take advantage of. Our other favorite podcaster, Jenna Palak, has her own podcast called Fun on Weekdays, F-O-W, Fun on Weekdays. And she has a Facebook group that combines 
a lot of different women in different communities around the United mm-hmm. States and Canada, actually. So um, and a lot of the questions that come up are like, hey, like I'm looking to switch my careers from full time to remote or, hey, I'm looking to move from Minnesota to San Diego. Like, does anybody have any mm-hmm. advice on this or, hey, I'm struggling with how to ask about a promotion. Like, can anybody help me with this? Like all just super open and awesome feedback and awesome just like what's the word like uh experiences that people are sharing yeah, and that unbiased, might apply to you yes which is really cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly where it's like sometimes you just need uh to hear from people who aren't you know your mom or your mentor like maybe you're looking and some people even post in the group where they're like I haven't told anyone this yet yeah so like looking for advice so yeah that's such a good call out facebook groups are such a good resource Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're incredible. You can stay anonymous. People don't even know you. So it's it's a really safe space to be able to open up about any questions that you have. Mm-hmm. Joining those things that can help support you and give some advice. Um, and yeah, like I love how you gave a mission, uh, mission statement example too. That's really cool. I hope everyone now is like, mm, what is my mission statement? And can kind of reflect on that. But yeah, are there any other like actions um, in moving into this new role? And you know, you kind of alluded to um, the flexibility and that you're able to find something that is flexible with you. And um, that's one of your values. But yeah, any other like taking action things that you did to really make that switch? Um, I think those are my big action items. But just for some reassurance, I think that is a huge thing that's needed during this time is just feeling like you are on the right track. It can be a very lonely road if you're going about it like on your own. Mm -hmm. So just for some reassurance, like patience is a huge thing. Like it can be very um, unnerving and feeling like you're not being like going anywhere or not making any progress while you're waiting for opportunities to come up, but just know that they will. Like mm-hmm. the opportunity for me to move from Minnesota to San Diego came up within the span of two months. And that's when I decided to move. And this new opportunity came up in, again, probably like the span of two months as well. So um, things can happen very quickly. Mm-hmm. And as long as you are putting yourself out there, putting your mission statement out there for other people, as well as like putting your values out there to the universe, like you will receive what you want. I holistically believe in that. So just keep believing in it. The right opportunities will come to you. I promise. Um, Be patient and Mm -hmm. just know that you're not alone in this. Um, It can be really hard to go against some of those societal pressures that make you feel guilty, but stay an advocate for yourself, which is what we are trying to say in this episode here. Like continue Mm -hmm. to be an advocate for yourself because nobody else is going to, like Ellie mentioned earlier, like don't feel guilty about wanting more. Be unapologetic. Be who you think, be who you think you are and do what you think you deserve. I think that Mm -hmm. is like the biggest takeaway or self-assuring thing about this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think like as we're talking to, I have some like additional tangible takeaways that 
we've kind of talked about, but just to dive in deeper, like if you are feeling in a place where you are looking to make a transition and um, maybe it's moving or maybe it's a new career, a new job, a new role within your company, whatever it may be, I think some really good action steps to take is um, kind of listing out those values, like how Rianne mentioned what she was looking for in her next step of like, what values are you really looking for? And then also thinking about like, what gives you energy? Where are you feeling most aligned? And then on the other side of that, like what is taking up your energy? What is like sucking your energy and really thinking about those things so that, you know, you're reflecting on this. So when an opportunity does arise, oh my gosh, you can probably hear it is like pouring rain. (laughs) Oh no. But when an opportunity does arise, then like how you said, it moves so fast. Mm -hmm. You have your list, you have your energy givers, energy drainers, your values. So you're ready to take action. And then with that, in order to take action is making sure that you, I think it's important to kind of like keep a list of opportunities, achievements, accomplishments, so -hmm. that when you get to the point where you're updating your resume, whether it be for an internal career move or external, like you will need an updated resume. Mm -hmm. So instead of being like, oh man, what was I doing the last three years? Like, what are some of those key projects or um, like cool things that I've done? As you go about your career, like take notes of, okay, I was asked to join this project. I was sponsored to do this sales training through Dale Carnegie. I raised my hand to help with the onboarding process here. Like keep a list of the things that you've done. So, you know, when you might have a two month uh, transition period, you're ready to rock, you're ready to roll. You have your reflection items on what you want. You have your resume points that you have updated. And then um, like having that support crew, like your board of advisors, so important. Um, I think those are some big things too that, if you are feeling like how we are right now, those are some really good things to kind of reflect on and take action on um, to move forward. Mm-hmm. For sure. And this couldn't come at a better time. I think like this message is very applicable across the board for wh- wherever you are in your life and mm-hmm. whatever aspect of uh, whatever aspe- aspect of your life that you're trying to improve and the exercise of feeling aligned and just being aligned with where you are, it'll take some time. So just sit down and like reflect on what you truly are feeling and what your values are. And like I said, this came at the perfect time because our guest next week or in the next episode that you listen to is going to be Kelsey, which we've had her on the show before. And she will talk about how to be aligned and connect with your true values and your highest self. So, uh, You know, we are here to be your biggest advocate, but we also Mm -hmm. want you to continue to be your biggest advocate and we'll always hype you up, but you gotta, you gotta know what you are, where you stand, what your foundation is and what you are trying to build. Mm -hmm. Totally. And be unapologetic about it. Yes. Yes. And it's like, sometimes it takes a mental shift. Um, Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, so this is the Be Your Own Boss podcast. And I think this episode totally encapsulates, encapsulates what that means of, you know, taking charge of your life and finding like if alignment is important and something that, you know, like we mentioned, your career is a big part of your life. Like it's what it, what, oh my gosh, it, it is what provides food on the table. It 
provides your shelter and it also hopefully can bring you joy. So um, it's if alignment seeking that is important to you, then um, it's important to always advocate for where you want to go and where you want to be and to be your own boss in the process. Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited for next week hearing Kelsey's thoughts on alignment because that will just perfectly roll with today's message. Absolutely. So make sure to check us out on Thursday. We do post every Thursdays. You can Mm -hmm. find us across all streaming uh, platforms for your podcast. And now we have video, which is super fun. And before we go, of course, we have to send you off with an affirmation. So the affirmation for this week is, I choose to advocate for myself in all areas of my life. Boom. Write it down along with your mission statement. Put it on a mirror. Put Mm -hmm. it on a sticky note on your desk, remember it and take it with you because it truly matters of how and how you show up in the world and what you truly feel in your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. So good. And um, I love how you said too, like in all areas of life, mm-hmm. career, outside of your career, anywhere you are, um, always remember that you can and you should advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. So thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Be Your Own Boss podcast. We're so grateful to be building this community and to being bosses together. Like it takes a lot of courage and bravery to advocate for yourself and to be able to take action and make changes in your life because that really pushes you out of your comfort zone. So thank you for pushing with us because it it is so important to have that community in those changes. So we'd love to be able to connect with you outside of our episodes on Thursday. You can find us over on Instagram at be your own boss podcast. And then we plugged some Facebook groups, but our favorite Facebook group is our Facebook group. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that is the be your own boss podcast community on Facebook. And we'd love to be able to grow that. So, you know, we can share, you know, if you want to share your mission statement in the group and kind of hear from others, um, we'd love to hear from you. And that's it. Until next time, we'll see you on the next episode of BYOB. And until then, cheers, bosses. Cheers. 